Hey everybody, it's Jerry Norris with The Fledge with another episode of Every Damn Day. And today I've got somebody, Mr. Paul Smith. I can't believe that he's here from Uno Deuce Media. Um, I'm saying that right, aren't I? I've never said your name out loud. Yeah, I mean, um, you got it. Yeah. So, uh, wow, welcome. How are you doing today? I'm doing, I'm doing really well. How about yourself? I'm doing great. So, uh, you know, I, I started this a few weeks ago, just thinking I'd talk to uh, a few fledglings and they'd come on and tell me their story. And I put a, a post out there trying to get people to schedule and you came through and I thought, wow, this is uh, someone I thought I would never uh, <laughs> have them on a show that I was doing. I was on your show once and you guys are so professional and so big. I thought, man, in the first, you know, 59 seconds, I'm going to make more mistakes uh, in this little bit than you make in a year now, probably. So, <laughs> yeah, um, you build yourself I'm, on mistakes, so it's all I, good. <laughs> I, I think I, uh, what I'm really trying to say is I'm really honored that you're on the show. Um, we, as, we would aspire to be uh, a, a show like yours if we were trying to do a podcast uh, like that. I mean, you, you've done amazing work and I, I really like what you do and respect uh, where you're at in the entrepreneurial ecosystem. So again, thank you very much. I appreciate uh, it. That's, that's a, that is nice things to say. I appreciate that. <laughs> so uh, before I expound more and more about how much I love you, um, <laughs> maybe you could tell everybody uh, what you do and where you're from and whatever you feel like talking about for a minute. Well, a little bit about me. Um, well, uh, how I landed on this show uh, is I own a video storytelling agency. Uh, that's exactly how I phrase it. It's a video storytelling agency. And our tools are video tools to help tell the stories of primarily nonprofit organizations, but also socially res responsible small businesses. And I've owned this company as uh, for just, uh, it just came up 19, 19 years old. Hard to believe. Um, and so I'm not, a, I'm not originally from Lansing. I'm a transplant, like a lot of folks around here, but uh, but I came from um, all over the state of Michigan. I grew up in Petoskey, went to college and at Western Michigan, um, then lived in the Detroit area as well with a, a slight detour in Seattle for a couple years, um, but I made it back here. And But uh, when I moved to Lansing about 10 years ago, uh, it changed my entire outlook going forward. Um, and I couldn't have made a better decision uh, for my career than moving here. And so a little bit about myself. My, myself. And so, um, but yeah. Well, I, I have to uh, expound on that a little bit. What was, what was about Lansing that uh, made you feel that way? Made it feel so right or be so right? Well, I think, well, when I started my business back in 2001, in fact, September 11th, 2001, believe it or not, uh, uh, on that day, I never imagined it becoming my career. I just felt it was a situation where 
it was like a stopgap. I, I wanted to move back to Michigan, but I didn't have anything lined up. But I was like, well, why don't I use the equipment I have, just do things on the side while I build my resume up? Well, 19 years later, I never found anything else to go alongside that. And so, but I, I never really felt like this was going to be what it is, a business, me owning a business, like for real, for real. And then, uh, but when I moved here to Lansing and met the folks here that were entrepreneurial minded, I, was, I wasn't around that ecosystem at all, even in, when I was in the Detroit area, because a lot of my clientele were spread out throughout the state, or I just didn't have that, um, that in, or I didn't even really actually knew how to, knew how to network. I didn't know how to do that. And then I, I noticed that when I moved to Lansing, um, I realized I'm not getting the same type of business that I was used to getting. This must mean I have to get out of my shell, out of my box, out of my fear of meeting people and go do it. Best decision I ever did was get up that morning and walk out the door to go to my first networking event. Because from there, it just blew up. I, I was ingrained into a network I never imagined being part of. And then having people that I didn't know say, yeah, I'll, I'll sit down with you. I'll talk with you. Amazing. And so that allowed me to, to figure out who I was as an entrepreneur, as I'm stumbling along, because I didn't go to business school. I didn't, I didn't have a entrepreneurial relative or anything like that. So it wasn't, it wasn't, uh, yeah. So it was just like, I'm just going to, this is what I normally do. One of the things I always downplay about myself is I just go do, I just do. I just was like, well, why are you going to do that? I don't know. It just feels right. I just go with my gut. I say, go with your gut. What's your instinct tell you? And so that's what I do. It doesn't, doesn't look like it's right. I probably look like I'm awkward. It doesn't matter. I'm just, I'm just here to learn and listen and just, trying to try to take in as much as possible. I think uh, what you do is great. Um, so I'm a, I'm kind of a wanderer too, and just do things that feel right at the moment, go with my gut, as you're saying. Um, maybe Lansing is really built for that, for us wanderers that want to take a lot of risk and a lot of chances and see a lot of opportunity and so many things. So um, I feel the same way about Lansing. It's, it's really uh, feels like the right place to be. I've, yeah. Um, so one of my questions that I ask you, everyone is going with, uh, the name of the show is, is there something that you do every damn day or I guess 19 years, I'm used to talking to startups right now, 19 years, is there something you used to do 19 or every damn day? And now that's something different that you do every damn day, what's that mean to you? Maybe, um, as far as like, working hard for your business or being disciplined in a particular thing? That's a really, really awesome question because um, one of the things that as an entrepreneur um, that you have to be ready for is unpredictability. Okay. You're always, there's always something that's going to happen that you didn't see. 
and didn't expect, whether it's negative or positive. However, you always have to have roots and you have to be rooted um, in who you are and what you do. And so having routines is very, very, very important. It's important to me. I mean, I, I work in, a, in an industry that technology changes in seconds. And, you know, communication changes in seconds. But if you're not finding some type of grounding, that's, um, that's where you could get lost in the shuffle. So one of the things that I've always done um, when I started doing what I was doing, uh, the first thing that I did was always dressed for work, even though I worked from home. I always got up, took a shower, did all that stuff that I normally would do if I was about to leave for the office. Um, I always made sure I did that. I got into a frame of mind. That was the first thing. The second thing was I would always eat breakfast reading um, uh these daily blogs that I had a subscription to of different, of different areas, whether they're tech, uh, media, um, entertainment, just, just that was my news source for the day. And that's how I, I've started. I've done that for, I mean, I don't know how long, like 10, 12 years. I've done that same thing. Made my, made my coffee, made my breakfast, sat down, read, read, read some blogs, Still do do it today. Did it today. Yeah. So uh, that's, that's those are my routines. That's what I do every damn day. <laughs> well, that's an amazing answer. If mine was an amazing question, the answer uh, might have trumped it there because that rootedness that uh, it's yeah. Um, having values, having something you can turn back to, something you can touch every day, because this chaotic world, you predicted COVID though, right? You knew that this was coming and that we were going to shut down and all well, of that. You know, so. I, you know, I don't want to say I was ready for it, but no. no. <laughs> yeah, I wish, I wish I had that type of ability, but I do not. But, um, so, but I think that um, just to tag on to that, I think that, that rootedness as well as, you know, um, making sure that you're consistent. Uh, the consistency is what people rely on. Yeah. You must have been very comforting to your clients to be there because I know that you kept going, right? I mean, you didn't really get shut down. You just had to figure out a couple of different things. Um, right. You must have been that touchstone for them as well. Well, the thing is with with that is, you know, I've, I've had a lot of different experiences in my life um, that gave me different skill sets in different ways. Um, and so what I did was I really dug deep into what I knew and understood and what people can rely on me for um, and what I can help with. And that's what I, that's what I sat down. I mean, I didn't try to be overly selly sell with stuff. That's just not my style first and foremost, but what was really important to me was making sure that I'm paying attention to what they're doing and being there um, and being available and being there to answer questions because people were going to, we're going to have questions. I mean, they still do. They, they really realized um, that, 
they felt comfortable in coming to me because they've worked with me for so long that they're like, we didn't realize that we needed to do this. And I'm like, well, that's okay. Let's work with this because I can be this resource for you. And then we can go move forward so that your message gets um, out there as much as possible, even in today. But you really can't lose sight of who you are and what you are what you've been trying to do and who you're trying to reach. You can't lose sight of that. And you can't be out there overly selly sell as well. You have to let people know that you're consistent, that you're that you're rooted, and that you can be relied on. And so that's those are the those are the big things that um that that we try to that I try to put in the mix. All right. Um so I told you this before we got started today that you were going to run really long. So I hope it's okay. I want to keep you for a while. Um, we're going to go a little bit more than our 10 minutes. If that's okay. okay, that's great. Um, so what you were saying, you keep saying the overly selly sell. That kind of walks us right into a question that our previous uh, guest had. Hmm. And that okay. was Kay Kayla Perkins from Coach Perky. I think you've met her. Mm -hmm. um, she's a big fan of yours oh, that's and good. she, uh, she has a question for you, which is how are you going to grow your business or expand, um, in the, in the coming year or months or whatever like that. And I don't think it's going to be over selly selling. No, I mean, well, that's, that's the thing is where we're, where we're just trying to look at is the expanding needs of what we do and where the growth comes is like I said, is being that reliable resource. And I think that because of the fact that more folks are diving into the media aspect of what they need and realizing we need to do this. We don't know either. We don't know how to do it or we just don't have the capacity to do it. So we need some help there. And that's that's been a lot of what, what's been coming our way, uh, at least these last few months, as well as um, increasing our, our uh, ability to do remote live streaming and live streaming in general, and being that, that resource to help people develop the events that they need or um, you know, that, that type of thing, as well as also helping out with like podcasting and develop and producing that and so on. And so that's where our growth is going to be in these areas that are what people can t think that are new. These are things that we could have, we've been able to do for years, but it's just a, it's just a, uh, a resource that we have that we've developed that that's how we're going to grow. Um, and, and move forward. Um, I, she will appreciate that answer. I know it. So along with the uh, kind of way that we set this up is I've got uh, Erica Munchback from Jubilee is having an event um, at the end of September called When September Ends. And she's my guest tomorrow. And what would you ask her? What's a question you want to ask her? And then you'll have to answer that yourself too. Right. Well, um, the question I would ask her is, what about this event 
that you that she's put on or what what about the, what is it about this organization that feeds her why i should uh i should add that she's a homeless advocate she's you know uh trying to help homeless people so mm -hmm. in that uh I, I think the question has some relevance there too yeah, I'll probably absolutely. Ask it. i mean it, uh, it has uh uh, that context would be important for her. Um, but I love the question. So, and I think you were going to expound and I interrupted. No, that's Pardon. okay. I mean, I, I mean, that is um, just to follow up to answer the question that knowing your why is, is one of the, is my biggest engine and knowing my why is my biggest engine moving forward and what I do. And so, and that's why it is part of my mission statement for my company, which you, you found on my uh, um, LinkedIn profile, which is documenting why organizations do what they do and how they make a positive impact in their community. And so that, that, that stems from two, two uh, entrepreneurs that I have really looked up to one of them is Simon Sinek. He has that book start with why. And, um, and then there's Gary Vaynerchuk. Um, and his phrase for a while was document, don't create. And what that means is like, you know, just cover what you're doing and also know understanding why you do it. And those are two things that have really resonated with me over the past few years. And uh, yeah. And so that's, that's, uh, that's my question really essentially for Erica is why do this? How does this make up why you do what you do? And anybody who's listening should answer that question for themselves as well and hire Paul to help them document. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Uh, go ahead. You do, do the plugs, Jerry. You do the plugs. I will do some plugs because uh, I really, you know, as I was studying your website over the weekend and looking at your LinkedIn, I'm probably going to go out on something like this. But, you know, you had uh, uh, amplified black voices uh, in the, the background or the banner from your LinkedIn. And I thought, what an amazing thing. It's, it's easy for me to say, you know, I got six people that'll ever look at any, you know, silly posts that I do personally. And, you know, I can't really amplify voices, but someone like you can really amplify a voice. And I saw your interview uh, with the Firecracker Foundation and Tamika, and it was just, uh, you're amazing. I like what you are doing. Well, I appreciate that. And, uh, you know, the thing, the reason why I do this is because at a young edit, when I was in college, I was really disheartened with the way news was being betrayed. And I was like, you know, there's better, there's better stories out there. There's, there's people that are doing things that we don't even know that they're doing and they don't even want credit for it. And so when I got the opportunity to at first work for a, a nonprofit, that that's what they did. They, found these stories for other nonprofits. I wanted to take that philosophy back with me to Michigan because this was back in Seattle. And, um, and that's what I've tried to find is folks that are living this, 
this purpose and and uh, and understanding why they're doing it and showing the positivity of what they're doing. And I've met some incredible people, including obviously Tashmika, but and that's my joy and the reason that I can choose these positive stories because that's you know that's how I want my business to be seen to, as a as a purveyor of positive stories. I uh, I always mess up Tajmika's name, <laughs> so I'm going to point it out. Um, <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't catch that. I didn't catch um, that. I uh, um, was going to say also that you know you you inspire me. And I want to tell stories. I like this. This is a, it's a new reality for a lot of us that we have to get out on the videos and all of that. But I want to kind of end or kind of close with the fact that, you know, I'm a I'm an iPhone photographer, right? I know that. I, I everyone thinks there's a they're a photographer because they got a sweet camera with their phone now. Um, I don't think I'm a sweet podcaster or news teller or storyteller. I think you are. And I really appreciate what you do. And I'm really honored to have you on here. And I can't say that enough. Thanks. Um, Cause you, you, uh, yeah, I'm humbled that you're here. Actually, oh, I appreciate it. Um, I appreciate that. So really glad to know you. Yeah. Uh, anything you want to close with? Well, I mean, I just, I want to touch on your iPhone photography thing. A little okay. Bit. The fact that I, I know you understand that, Oh, I'm, I'm an iPhone photographer. I don't have a real camera or I'm, you know, I'm not a podcaster. I'm just, I'm just starting out. Well, that's the thing is you're starting, you're doing, you know, you're not quitting, you're doing. And so that's what most people have to understand is like, don't limit yourself by what you have in front of you, like technology wise. The only way you can limit yourself is if you just don't do it, don't try. If you try, people can't say, well, you didn't try, you know? And that's, that's the big thing is like, you know, if you want to be a storyteller, be a storyteller. You know, one of the, Funniest things, or one of the the best things ever told me was I went to a two-day film school in Seattle. First thing that was said in the first five minutes, the guy said, you know, if you ever want to make a film, don't go to film school. Well, how do we make a film? He says, just find out a way. Just do it. You can do it wherever you want to be. So don't go to Hollywood. Don't. You know, don't think you have to go to the big city. If you want to make a movie, then do it. Then make it. And that's it. All right. So if you want to make a podcast, Jerry, make it. All right. I'm doing it. I'm doing my best. <laughs> All right, Paul. Thank you so very much for being right. uh, with us today. Um, every Damn Day airs every damn day at 2 p.m. So we'll see you tomorrow with Erica and Jubilee and when September ends. And thank you again, Paul. I'll All see right. you soon. Thank you. Yeah.